friends. Welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse Podcast. I am just so excited you're here for another guest interview. But before I introduce you to today's guest, let me just remind you that all the fun is happening after the episodes in our Facebook community. We have a wonderful community of product-based businesses and shop owners just like you who are looking for friends in the industry, people to collaborate with, anyone to get share advice, vent, all those fun things. And you can come be a part of that. So come find us on Facebook. It's the Product Powerhouse Community. You can search for that on Facebook. We can't wait to meet you. Now, let me introduce you to today's wonderful podcast guest, Julia from Julia Renee Consulting. Julia is a recent grad school graduate, and I just think that's so cool. But she is also a Pinterest and SEO strategist. And you guys know I love SEO. And so it was so fun to talk to someone who, you know, has all the same uh, background as I do. Not all the same, but you know what I mean? Like we have this passion for SEO. And at first I thought we could do an entire episode just talking about the crazy things that we hear people talk about when they're talking about SEO. But I decided that that probably wouldn't be very much fun for anyone except Julia and I. So we went ahead and just dove right into some Pinterest and some SEO strategy and tips and just talking about how those two things can work together to get you more traffic to your website. And you guys know I'm all about getting more traffic. I love organic traffic. I love SEO. I love I love Pinterest. It's super fun. It's one of my top traffic sources every single month. And I have like this whole system I use. So this was just a really fun episode to bring to you guys so that you can start building up more organic traffic to your site. Now, Julia is super cool. She does a ton of traveling. She has the cutest dog, Annika, who's a husky. And I used to have a husky. So I just have so much in common with Julia. So let me introduce her. Julia is an SEO and Pinterest consultant for creative small businesses. Her goal is to make SEO and Pinterest strategies approachable and easy to implement for all small businesses so they can reach their ideal clients organically. She lives in Philadelphia with her Siberian Husky sidekick and her new husband. And on the side, she runs a travel photography site and just finished grad school for history to study Vikings. So without further ado... Let me introduce you to Julia. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific, actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for being on the Product Powerhouse podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with us today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about Pinterest. Yeah. So you are a Pinterest and SEO strategist. Can you Mm -hmm. tell us, I guess, tell us about yourself and your business and all that good stuff. Yeah. So um, I actually am completely self-taught with SEO and Pinterest. I started a travel blog 
gosh, five and a half years ago, I think it's been a while (laughs) because I was really bored in my corporate job. So I wanted to have a fun creative outlet. So I actually taught myself SEO and Pinterest for my travel blog um, and then saw some really great results. So when I started freelancing, I was writing a lot of content for businesses and doing social media. And then I realized I really hated social media. (laughs) And also no one knew what SEO was when I was like optimizing their content. So that's when I kind of switched to focusing solely on SEO and Pinterest. Pinterest will get more into this, I'm sure, but I love it a lot more than social media because it's actually a search engine. So there's a lot of overlap with SEO and you don't need to you know, try to get 10,000 followers like you do on Instagram. You don't need to worry about like engaging with followers and you know all these other tactics that you have to do for like Instagram and Pin- or, um, Facebook and things like that. So it's... A lot more fun for me. Um, and it's um, really fun because I also get to have some, you know, creative outlet with it with like designing pin graphics, but there's also the, you know, data and analytics side. So I like the, the mix of both data and like some fun creative. Yeah, we have that in common. I like, uh, I'm a designer, so I feel like creative is a little more my stronger suit, but I love the mm-hmm. analytics and like data-driven design. And so Yeah, that's really fun. (laughs) I totally agree. What I want to talk about real quick is I saw your Instagram post today talking about being self-taught. And I love that you started out with that when you introduced yourself. I am also a self-taught businesswoman. (laughs) And for a long time, I felt like I wasn't a real, like with air quotes, Mm -hmm. designer because I didn't, you know, whatever. Um, so I love that you're standing into that because a lot of people are self-taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to definitely be really embarrassed by it, uh, especially like in terms of SEO, because Pinterest, there's not really like Pinterest jobs <laughs> that you can really have, but like SEO, a lot of people I know started in like agencies and that's how they learned everything. Um, but I used to get really embarrassed because like I didn't have any sort of corporate background, but I kind of realized, and I get this feedback a lot that... Um, I'm really good at explaining SEO and Pinterest and like really, you know, getting down to the basics for people who don't know anything about it. And I think that's because that's how I learn myself. Um, So I didn't learn like jumping into some sort of, you know, corporate agency and learning all the corporate jargon and things like that. I kind of (laughs) lean into that now instead of like being embarrassed. I try to like see it as a strength um, because a lot of people I work with, they have, they don't know anything about SEO and Pinterest. So if I'm able to explain it to them and break it down to them, it really helps them. Yeah. Do you like doing Pinterest more than you like doing SEO or do you feel like they really go together? I think they really go together. Um, It's yeah. (laughs) I was actually talking to my coach earlier today and she asked a similar question, like which one I prefer. Um, I like them for different reasons. Like Pinterest is really pretty. (laughs) Mm -hmm. SEO is not pretty a lot of times, Um, but I do really like, problem solving. And that's uh, one big reason why I love SEO so much is like finding problems and fixing them. Pinterest are typically aren't really like problems. Um, so it can be a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. That's so true. When you are working with your clients, sorry, I'm, I don't, these are not the questions I thought I'd ask, <laughs> but okay. I am so here for this. <laughs> when you're working with your clients, are you working on their blog posts or their products or are you just working? What, what parts of, I guess, their business are you helping with? Yeah, so um, it kind of depends on if it's SEO or Pinterest. I do offer like um, content creation for um, Pinterest and SEO as well. 
um, because Pinterest really, you need to have some sort of content um, mm-hmm. to pin. So it can be, I don't create videos. You can do videos or podcast episodes. Um, or if, you know, they really need help with their blog, then, you know, I'll help them write blog content um, or at least give them ideas and feedback on, you know, what to include in their blog. Um, one thing that I definitely hear from a lot of people is they get a lot of traffic from Pinterest, but they don't really know how to convert them to clients. So a lot of it is like giving guidance on including calls to actions in blog posts, kind of getting, you know, an email funnel set up um, or like highlighting services where it's relevant in blog posts. So it's kind of a lot of guiding <laughs> mm-hmm. um, with people's websites to like, you know, really get the results on Pinterest that they need. Yeah, cool. So when you work with a product-based business or a shop owner, do you help them figure out like the best way to get their products on Pinterest? Because I know that this is something a lot of clients of mine struggle with. They're not sure what they're supposed to be pinning for their products. Mm-hmm. They're not sure you know, how to even incorporate Pinterest for their business. And I try to give them a little guidance. I, I'm very happy with my <laughs> Pinterest strategy, but I'm also like blogging and podcasting. And that's a little mm-hmm. bit different than what shop owners are going through. Yeah, I think um, shop owners, they actually have a lot more freedom on Pinterest um, because they can, you know, I'll just use an example of like a dress because I recently helped someone um, who like makes her own dresses for breastfeeding moms. But she has, you know, when she takes a picture of the dress, she takes like six different pictures to show the different angles, you know, maybe some close-ups, some details, Um, the dress, you know, being worn as a woman's walking around as opposed to just standing still. Um, So right there, that's like six pins. (laughs) Yeah. So you just have to, um, you know, have a variety of images um, with like service, you know, based businesses. You you probably heard that you need to be creating Pinterest graphics and that can be like really overwhelming if you're not a designer. Uh, but product uh, based businesses can actually get away with just posting images of their products as pins. And there's a lot more to it. You do need to like do keyword research and, you know, have a good title and really describe the product. But as in terms of like creating the pin, um, just having a variety of different images can do really well. And you do need to experiment to see like which ones perform best on Pinterest. Like for example, a lot of times product images that show someone's face don't perform as well, which is like the opposite of Instagram, unless it's like something like with makeup. Uh, But in terms of like a dress, um, just having from like the neck down to show that the product itself and not the person wearing it, those tend to do a lot better. Yeah, that's great. That's a great tip. I work with a lot of jewelry designers and like they also need to like know the don't get their face, get the close up of the jewelry, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, those are the great tips. So what kind of results do clients usually see from working with you after they like, let's say they're working with you on Pinterest, what kind of results do they usually see? Mm-hmm. So Pinterest is really similar to SEO because it's really slow growth. So the first month, like you're going to average probably between zero and four clicks a day, unless you have something that really goes viral or if you have like a really big following. But typically, you know, the first couple of months is pretty slow and then it tends to increase. So I've had a lot of people, you know, sell a lot of products directly from Pinterest. I've even had a lot of service-based businesses sell their services. Like I had a wedding photographer who I just gave advice to. I didn't even manage her Pinterest profile and she started landing clients from Pinterest. So it really is a platform where you can sell. Um, I think the stat is 
almost 90% of people on Pinterest have bought something from Pinterest. So it's really great for like product-based businesses or um, service-based businesses whose clients are on Pinterest. It's a really great way to sell your services. And then you can have some really great growth from it because like I said, it's really slow in the beginning, but Pinterest is really great for long-term growth and sustainability. So you can pin something today and it's still going to be on Pinterest a year from now and you can still be getting sales from it. So it's really great if you want to have some sort of long-term you know, strategy. Yeah. You brought up two things that I wanted to ask you about. You said you might start getting four clicks a day. So are clicks the main thing you're looking for as in terms of analytics? Like what's the goal on Pinterest? So the goal is definitely conversions. You can't really track that on Pinterest itself though. Um, Yeah. So that's something that you would track through like Google Analytics or through your website um, to see, you know, where sales are coming from. But clicks are definitely, you know, the most important metric on Pinterest itself. Like you'll see impressions. Saves are pretty good as well because that means people are saving your pin and, you know, their followers are going to be able to see it as well. But clicks is what's really going to, you know, drive traffic to your site. Nice. Yeah. I know sometimes the impressions can get, I feel like they're kind of inflated. Like mine would be like (laughs) 1 million impressions. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't really mean anything. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The other thing you brought up was I have a client who asked me to help her get set up with the like selling on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. And is that something you help people with? Like that's kind of newer, right? Yeah, I think that started in May, I believe. So it is definitely newer. So I think right now it's only with Shopify sites. Oh. And there might be restrictions on which countries are included. Typically when Pinterest rolls something new out, it's like usually just the US and then Canada and then kind of into Europe. So it might not be available to everyone. But yeah, it's, you know, there are are expanding a lot of things for product sellers. So you can kind of sell more directly on Pinterest now. Yeah, that is interesting. We never ended up following through because she went through some crazy stuff. But um, (laughs) I was like, whoa, this is neat. Mm -hmm. So are there types of businesses who aren't a good fit for being on Pinterest? Or do you feel like every business? <laughs> Not every business. Um, so the overwhelming majority of Pinterest users are women. Um, there are probably about 30% men. But, um, you know, if you your primary audience is, you know, mostly men, then you might want to check to see if Pinterest is really good for you. So what I'd recommend doing is kind of searching on Pinterest to see if there are similar accounts to yours, similar products. If you start typing something into Pinterest, see what auto-populates. If nothing auto-populates, that means like no one's really, you know, searching for that on Pinterest. Um, So kind of do some digging to see if, you know, there are similar businesses. A lot of like corporate businesses, you know, aren't really performing well on Pinterest. So you kind of just have to check to see if your audience is on Pinterest. You can also check to see your Google Analytics to see if you know anyone is saving your content from Pinterest um, and you're getting traffic that way, so you can see that through the acquisition to see if you're already getting traffic from Pinterest. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just have to do a little digging to see if it's going to work well for you. Yeah. What types of clients do you usually work with? So I work a lot with creative businesses. So some like artists, some like right now I'm working with like a freelance writing coach. Uh, a lot of wedding photographers, some like small e-commerce. So like a, that 
uh, dress shop that I was talking about. Oh, right. I typically don't work with like huge e-commerce um, businesses, but like some smaller like mom and pop shops I've helped. So yeah, kind of like all types of creative small businesses. Yeah, that's really cool. Is there anything we're missing about Pinterest? Like, do you have any like secret tips? <laughs> <laughs> I will say one big thing with Pinterest, um, you do need to have some kind of content or some products to be able to post on Pinterest. Like you can't just keep pinning your homepage. Also really important for product sellers if you have products that tend to sell out or if they're seasonal or something like that, you need to make sure that once it sells out or, you know, you don't offer it anymore, you need to have some kind of redirect set up or like the page will, you know, lead to some related products that someone might be interested in. If you know for sure that you're only going to be selling, you know, some product at Christmas time and that's it, maybe just like create a blog post that features that product instead of just linking directly to the product. Because, you know, if a month after Christmas, your pin is still around and people are clicking on it, but they're just going to a 404 page or something like that, you don't want that to happen. So make sure for product sellers, like if you, you know, have things that, you know, could be out of stock or they're just seasonal, you need to have some way of getting people to stay on your site if you're going to be pinning. Reminds me of a, a question I'd love to ask you. If mm-hmm. if someone like let's say someone did have a product that or a blog post that they ended up taking down, and now it's you know it's linking to a four or four page with like you know related blog posts or different stuff, should they go through and clean out their Pinterest account and like delete those pins? Yeah, if you're able to, definitely delete them. I know a lot of times like you know if you're pinning like 10 pins a day, then you'd have to dig through a ton of pins to find what you pinned four months ago. So that can, if that is too hard, then that's when I would recommend setting up some sort of redirect. But if you can easily delete it, I would. But you also don't really have control over people who are saving that pin. So even yeah. if you delete your own pin, um, it could be saved elsewhere. That's true. Yeah, I was kind of thought it's not really worth the hassle to go back and find them, but it's just better mm-hmm. to have like a, a good four or four pages says, Oh, that's unavailable. Mm-hmm. You know, for products, it's a little different, but that's unavailable. Try our search bar or here are some of our latest blog posts, something like that. Mm-hmm. I love to ask business owners, whether you're product-based or service-based, like what's so- something you're learning right now or str- something that you you're currently working through to get your business to the next level, because I don't want any business owner listening to think that business is always rosy and perfect. And <laughs> at every level in business and every type of business, there's different things to overcome. So I would love it if you would share something with us that you're currently learning. Yeah, definitely. Business is not always rosy, especially with COVID. I'll say right now, I'm kind of changing up my processes. I started earlier this year, changing up, you know, how I do like my SEO work and change up my services and uh, pricing and things like that. So I've started kind of doing that with Pinterest. I'm also, I felt pretty legit last week. I had a call with a lawyer to have custom contracts made because I've been using like a contract template for a while and I keep changing things as I change all my processes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't even know if this contract makes sense anymore. (laughs) So trying to, you know, kind of up level and get more, you know, legally legit that way. But yeah, I'm basically always changing up things in my business. Uh, Yeah, tweaking things on my site, uh, creating new blog content, all kinds of things. 
Yeah, I think that that's such a valuable lesson for business owners, especially in the first few years. You're always kind of like readjusting and re-getting your footing as you go through business mm-hmm. and you learn what works and what doesn't work, what you like and what you don't like. I feel like every year my business is like, it's like a spoke and it's like, it just turns mm-hmm. one increment and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, because there's always so much you can learn and try and do and man, there, it's, mm-hmm. it's nonstop with a business, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so where can people find you and hang out with you online? You can find me on Pinterest. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. Julia Renee Consulting. Same on Instagram. My handle is Julia Renee Consulting. I am trying to be a little bit more active on LinkedIn. Um, so you can find me there at Julia Bocchese. Also, obviously, my website is Julia Renee Consulting. And I do have lots of Pinterest blog posts and like a Pinterest freebie too, if you're interested. Oh, nice. And we will include the links to everything Julia has talked about on the blog post, (laughs) the show notes that go with this episode so that you can find her. You can hang out with her. She shares great stuff on Instagram. We've been Instagram friends for a few months and I (laughs) just think she's a delight. (laughs) But she tricked us all with a 10 things, (laughs) 10 facts. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Julia. This has been a great episode and there's so much you have shared with us about Pinterest and I am just so grateful you decided to be on the show. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. If you guys have any Pinterest questions, feel free to ask me. I can talk about Pinterest all day. (laughs) (laughs) Building visibility for an online store is a full-time job on its own. Big name stores have entire marketing departments for this exact reason but you don't need a full team to see big results. What you need right now are simple and quick ways to give your store a visibility boost without adding more to your mile long to-do list. That's exactly why we created the free five ways to boost your shop SEO PDF so that online shop owners just like you can improve visibility and get more eyes on your shop without any additional stress. These five tasks will give your store a juicy SEO boost to help you show up for the people who are already looking for you without touching any code or having a background in search engine optimization. Head over to productpowerhousepodcast.com to grab your free copy and give your shop the visibility boost it needs today. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to dig a little deeper into this episode, come join us in the Product Powerhouse community on Facebook. It's the best place to go to find the perfect partner for your next collaboration, get additional support and trainings, and just hang out with other shop owners. You can be a part of our circle by visiting alexanderdesignco.com community or search for Product Powerhouse Community on Facebook. And if you really loved this episode, open up your podcast app and leave a rating and review. Each review makes it that much easier for other shop owners to find us and get in on this action.